Good morning, everyone. I downloaded a timer this morning. <laughs> I'm keeping them to 10 minutes, baby. Anyway, um, uh, happy Friday. I wanted to go through the uh, Great Reset. This is going to be part three, um, which is the war on food and farmers. Um, there's a lot to cover in this, so I probably will just kind of hit it right off the bat. If you want a copy of this, it's um, the New Americans issue, uh, the Great Reset and Transhumanism with a picture of Klaus Schwab on the front. How great is that? So basically what we're looking at is an all-out assault on food and farmers. A lot of people have been unable to connect the dots, and so what I'm trying to do is to help bring uh, various perspectives together so that people can see what the ultimate grand plan is. Some of them have heard of it, they just don't necessarily know all of the moving parts. So um, basically the green global elites are aiming for total food control. Uh, not only food control, but total control overall. Uh, the Netherlands and Sri Lanka took center stage and Sri Lanka's president, Gotabaya Rajapaksa, uh, was overthrown in July uh, by implementing the UN's Agenda 2030. Uh, the president um, of Sri Lanka's regime had collapsed because of that. Sri Lanka was committed to the 2030 Agenda for Sustainable Development. So anybody that wants to say that uh, Tom, Agenda 21 or Agenda 2030 or conspiracy theory, um, tell that to the to the Sri Lankan government. Uh, you might want to talk about that with the Netherlands government and the variety of other governments that I'm going to mention. Um, so this president of Sri Lanka is aligned with the globalists and the greenies and things um, and said that they would immediately be banning all commercial fertilizers. Now, you have to understand this. Because they're banning commercial fertilizers, and they've openly stated that this has nothing to do with COVID. COVID is an excuse to be able to collapse America and collapse the economies around the globe. Remember, the globalists want zero economic growth. And how best to do zero economic growth? Well, you create inflation, you cause problems in the banking industry, you make it difficult for people to have jobs, you know, you make it difficult for them to be able to keep any money, you certainly make it difficult for them to spend any for sure. So um, because of all of that, you've got um, you, the president of Sri Lanka then was forced to import hundreds and thousands of tons of rice and went begging to the World Bank and the IMF for financial aid. So I'm going to go ahead and cut off my arm, and then what I'm going to do is I'm going to beg you to put it back on. I, I mean, maybe I'm challenged in that regard. Um, but they're fighting for the Netherlands are fighting for their farms, and they're fighting for their livelihoods. And the UN Agenda 2030 is imposing iron-fisted controls, not only in the, in the Netherlands, not only in America, but everywhere at the exact same time. So I would argue that if there's something that has been created, there's a creator. The problem is, is that most of us understand what has been created, but we don't know the creator. And this is where we're running into a really, really serious problem. So um, we've got the Dutch government. Um, they're following the lead of the United Nations World Economic Forum, the European Union, and the Bill Gates, Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Um, America would be best to abolish all three of those and may perhaps send them to somewhere else. Maybe uh, Venezuela, maybe communist China. Um, they want to be able to cut the, these farming... Um, uh, herds and things by 25 to 95%. Now you remember cow flatulence and things of that nature. That was all to be able to get you programmed to believe that somehow 
cows are a problem because they fart and they create uh, carbon dioxide and somehow it's dangerous to the environment. Uh, and most of these, most of what's happening is to try to be able to unseat your your faith, your un, you unseat your belief in God, and to force you to trust in Bill and Melinda Gates, Klaus Schwab, the World Economic Forum, as your God. Because ultimately, whether that's something that you feel like you want to do or not, it's happening. And they're very, very successful, very, very well organized, and they will brainwash you unless you're going to fight. And this is the problem that I'm having when we're dealing with things um, related to activism in places like Idaho and everywhere else where apathy abounds. So they want to be able to cut the livestock, obviously. Zero economic growth would mean that farmers aren't able to sell their products. They want to be able to raise the price of, uh, force you to raise the price of cattle so that we can't eat. And then all of a sudden, now you have these global multinational corporations like, um, like uh, the, um, uh, Carl's Jr. and things want to have like mystery meat or whatever, <laughs> that stuff you eat at boarding school or on the airplane or whatnot. Um, and those are all in an effort to be able to remove you from eating healthy food. Now, granted, they had the, the mysterious bird flu and they got rid of all the chickens and now all of a sudden they're going after eggs. Ladies and gentlemen, what they're doing is they're going to be injecting or they're going to be working to inject animals and, and, and working with the bioengineering of food to put that mRNA vaccine that you oppose into your food. That's ultimately what's going to happen. Part of the plan is zero population growth. Well, how do you do that? Well, you stunt the population by making them stupid, number one, and you get them to eat the kind of garbage that they want you to eat. It's like having a diet full of ding-dongs or Twinkies, for crying out loud. Anyway, so what we're also looking at is the zero net emissions, right? In the name of climate change, we've got to save the planet. Every prediction about climate change has been a lie. Every single one of them. And they use, oh, well, you see all the snow and you see all the rain as an excuse. And they somehow blame it on being, on being man-made. Well, we've got all of these issues that are rocking Italy and Germany and Spain and France and Poland and Ireland and Belgium. And they're coming to America. And yet America's like, well, we're just going to go ahead and vote in our elected officials that don't really know anything about what I'm talking about. And we're just going to go ahead and have them save us. Meanwhile, the UN creates the Food Action Alliance, which is launched by globalist billionaires um, and the World Economic Forum with a draconian new farming regulations, right? And they're also working in Davos and things of that nature, right? But there's a program most people are unaware of called Transforming Food Systems and Land Use under the United Nations, right? World Economic Forum's new global coordinating secretariat, GCS, for the Food Innovation Hubs for its Food Action Alliance. They're controlling your food. They're controlling the farmers, and they're going to control everything you do. So the question for us here in Idaho is, what the hell are we going to do about it? What are we going to do about this? Well, I don't know. What do you do, Tom? Well, one thing is understand what's happening. Number two, start making it uh, to something that you can talk about. Become articulate enough to share it with other people. Use pull your way, your your influence to be able to find political means and have them and and speak to the top, speak to the public. Go to your local Grange Hall. Go to your local, I don't know, your local diner and your local restaurant. Hell, have me do it. I don't care. 
I've given up any comfort zone relating to public speaking anyway. And I was so reserved about the way I felt. And I'm like, I don't know. I just don't know enough. You know, I want to be, I want to be right. And I don't want to be right for the sake of being right. I want to be right because you people deserve to have the information that you need and not some garbage, bastardized version of the truth. It's all I've ever tried to do. And I'm like, I wonder why I'm just not being taken seriously. Maybe people think I'm loony. Maybe people think I'm mad at them. I mean, I don't know. In the sensitive culture, how can you deny that, right? And it's like, you guys deserve to know the truth about what's happening and what's coming because I can totally see it. I can see, I can physically see the infrastructure moving. And the more I read, the more it confirms all of that. And, and, and I don't know what it's going to take to get people to pay attention to what's happening. I, I really don't. So we have all of these people. Now we have to understand this is a global effort to be able to try to take control of multinational corporations, local corporations, to create um, non-governmental organizations that are working with corporations and colluding with government to be able to manipulate, manipulate the minds of people to ultimately enslave you and your children. That's really what it's about. So um, I'm up against uh, the 10 minute mark. I got a minute left. So basically what we're talking about is the United Nations Agenda 2030. It originally started way back in 1973 in Earth Day. It was given the name Agenda 21 at the Rio de Janeiro conference in 1992. Uh, the John Birch Society has a ton of information on this. If you still have issues with who the John Birch Society is, then you probably are still having a hard time trying to unpropagandize yourself because of what happened. The John Birch Society has been right on this issue on all of its issues for the last 63 years. It's about time that people start recognizing if they want to know the truth where they can go about things that are not even talked about even in local liberty groups. So I'm up against the 10 minute mark. Um, apparently I'm going to have to create a part B to this, a war on farmers part B. I'll try to do that uh, as my next video. So uh, anyway, I did pretty good. Um, I'll talk to you guys next time. Thanks.